Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? I got COVID. That's what the sickness was last week. Wasn't sinus infection. Was the big vid. Hey, I eluded it for four years. It was due. I was due. Um, kind of like a lottery winning. I'm due. Anyway, uh, could not go to Crab Pot this weekend, which sucked. But at the same time, uh, good for my health and good for everyone else's health that I stayed home. Uh, but it was an exciting Crab Pot. Holy Dinah. Uh, the final game going into a shootout. The uh, consolation game going down to the wire. Uh, and we'll start off with the first game. It was Towson against the College of New Jersey. And there's no score sheet. But I can tell you that Towson won 3-1. to one, Had a couple of good chances. Towson really kind of actually had a dictation of this game offensively uh, for most of it. Uh, they ruled the roost in that one. They were able to keep uh, TCNJ at bay. Only limit them to uh, only, only minimal shots. And then, again, only one goal. So... Uh, Towson moved on to the final. They would take on the winner of Stevenson and Navy. And Stevenson uh, historically has played Navy very tight in the games they've played against each other in the Crab Pot tournament. Uh, I think it was 2020s or 2019's Crab Pot where uh, Stevenson forced them to overtime uh, in the game one. In game one that uh, got Navy into the final, and Stevenson kind of got a little bit of appeal on that one. It's just like, okay, this team this team's pretty for real. Uh, but Navy, of course, had a lot to prove as well on uh, in this weekend because they're running four straight championships of the Crab Pot Tournament so far. They haven't had the greatest of seasons this year. I mean, they're in danger of uh, not being in the ECHA playoffs for the first time in forever. So uh, they had a lot to prove to themselves and to everyone else around them. And uh, honestly, the first period, uh, Navy dictated the pace of play. They were able to just take everything that they had and just put it to work. Um, kind of looking like they usually would in in most parts of the season. But uh, Stevenson did a really good job at holding them at bay until the second half of the first period when Robert Cunningham finally gets on the board for Navy. Just a rebound goal, pots at home. Uh, no assist, on uh, oddly enough, on a rebound goal. But uh, uh, Cunningham's sixth of the year puts Navy up one to nothing. And then with under four, uh, 15 seconds remaining, Actually, that's a lie. 16 seconds remaining. Michael Rokovich gets a uh, power play goal on the board. A nice little uh, cross-ice pass from Evan Adams. And Rokovich hammers it home for his ninth of the year. Evan Adams, his 12th assist. Robert Cunningham, his fourth assist on the power play. Navy goes into the first intermission up two to nothing. But Stevenson would not go, uh, would not go easy into that good night. They would uh, keep pace up. They would actually get a lot more offense going in the second period. Um, able to create a little bit more uh, just just generate a little more on the open ice in the big Olympic ice form, uh, but they were unable to get any goals. Neither was Navy, although shots were 16-11 in the second frame. But in the early going in the third, that's when Navy starts to pull away. 251. Josh Reed, he gets his second of the year. A nice little uh, centering pass by Samuel Zimmerman and just gets redirected by Reed. Uh, for Reed's second of the year, Zimmerman's second assist, Navy up 3 to nothing, And then another power play for Navy pays off at 446. Nick Aoun, uh, just a uh, a behind a behind the net, comes out and just wires it to the wide side of, uh, of uh, David Shahadi. And just a nice little play by Aoun, his 14th of the year. Evan Adams, 13th assist. Michael Rokovich's 17th assist. Navy up. Four to nothing. Stevenson, though, they would answer back with a power play of a power play goal of their own. Aiden Hamilton nets his third of the year. Just a high shot over the near side shoulder, coming off the half wall, and just fools 
Andrew Rugg, and uh, that's Hamilton's third of the year. Brendan Jesse's 17th assist, 4-1, to one, and then Allen gets his second, 10-59, and just a redirect off an Evan Adams shot uh, into the net. 15th of the year for Allen, 14th assist for Evan Adams. Michael Rockovich's 18th assist. And then uh, 132 remaining in the game. Dominic Norris scores his 14th of the year for Stevenson. A nice little backdoor give-and-go with him and Matt Warrington. Uh, uh, Norris is 14th of the year. Warrington's 6th assist. Chris Robinson's 12th assist, but it was too little too late as Navy goes on the championship game against Towson, winning 5-2. David Shahadi gets hampered with the loss. 53 saves. He played very well in net for uh, Stevenson, all things considered. And then uh, Andrew Rugg getting the W in this one, 18 saves on this. So, consolation uh, was uh, set, the College of New Jersey against Stevenson, and uh, College of New Jersey would take this one 4-2. Pretty even matchup in the first period uh, on both sides. Very clean first period, side 9-9, but Andrew uh, Gastonis would get TCNJ on the board with his second of the year, 907 into it. That puts College of New Jersey up one to nothing, and they would get the next couple goals as well in the second period. Uh, Eric Santo, his second of the year, two ten into the frame, and then Scott Martin on the power play makes it three to nothing. But then Stevenson will come uh, crawling back uh, to get back into it. Nick Hoover twelve oh five into the frame, just a nice little wrister uh, from the top of the right circle for his eighth of the year. Dominic Norris getting his eleventh assist of the season, and then right before uh, with under a minute remaining. Brendan Jesse gets Stevenson to within one. A nice little backdoor pass from Dominic Norris. Uh, finds Jesse right there in the open for his 13th of the year. Norris' 12th assist. It is to 3-2 going into the break, but a late power play uh, against Stevenson who got, penalty, got into penalty trouble in the third period. That would do him in as Scott Martin gets his 10th of the year on the power play. Uh, the captain for TCNJ, uh, and he would... Hammer at home. 4-2 to two the final. David Shahadi, 28 saves in the loss on that one. Uh, so that set the stage. A very exciting uh, consolation game. Set the stage for an even more exciting uh, championship game, if you could believe it. Towson and Navy, of course. Towson defeated Navy for the first win of the year a few weekends back. Navy trying to recoup that loss and trying to look for their fifth straight Crab Pot championship. And Towson get things started early. 57 seconds in, Jeremy Wilson, who has been a huge bright spot for this Towson team. He nets his 20th of the year. Just a corner shot uh, over the goalie's gloves. Seemed like a weak goal. There was a little bit of broadcast problems with the uh, Brigade Sport Complex. Feed could not get video, but the way the uh, the dads in the booth were saying it was a very uh, softish goal uh, let in by uh, Andrew Rugg. Happens, uh, but that's the uh, first goal of the game. And Jeremy Wilson gets his 20th. Braden Humphrey with his fifth assist of the season. And that's how it went in the first period. Navy tried to claw back. They had one late power play that carried over into the second period. Nothing doing there, but they did outshoot Townsend 13-7. to It was 5.58 in the second period when Evan Adams gets on the board for Navy with his 10th of the year. A nice little... Uh, Nice little shot from the slot. Not a lot of chances down low. Puck just comes out to the slot. Adams finds it, wires at home for his 10th of the year. Nick Allen, his 12th assist, and Michael Rockovich, his 19th assist to level the score. But with under five minutes remaining in the frame, Jeremy Wilson again getting his second of the game and another kind of softish goal against Navy. Finding it the side of the net on the power play and just feathers it over the glove and, and everything else of Andrew Rugg as Wilson gets his 21st of the year. Townsend up 
two to one. But with under two minutes remaining, Michael Rokovic evens the score up at two. A nice little breakaway off of Evan Adams. Evan Adams has a break. A little break. Pops a uh, shot goes into the pads. Rokovic is there. Johnny on the spot. His 10th of the year. Evan Adams 15th assist. Tie game going into the third. And then a minute in. Jagdanadial from the point through traffic. A minute into the third period. Puts Navy up 3-2 to two on Nadial's 6th of the year. Nick Allen's 13th assist. And Robert Cunningham's 5th assist. And it looked like Navy was going to tow it on home. They were offensively just out, out chancing. Towson all game long and if if not for a couple of power plays that Towson had you got to figure that maybe they wouldn't have as many shots as they did in any case Towson did get a power play goal uh very quickly only six seconds after the penalty was called James Harwood his 16th of the year just a wrister from the top of the circle uh puts it home Jeremy Wilson's 18th assist Zach Chasen's fourth assist and we are tied up at Three, that's how we would go at the end of regulation. And overtime, a very touchy, touchy overtime where calls were not being made, calls were being made that shouldn't have been made. The refereeing throughout the tournament on all four teams was sketchy at best. But hey, that is what it is in the ACHA. Uh, Navy was able to kill off a power, a power play early in the overtime. They had a couple chances actually shorthanded as well to put it away. Did not happen. Nothing happened after five minutes in overtime, so we go to a shootout. And uh, unbeknownst to everybody, it's a five-round shootout. I thought it was a three-round shootout, too, and I'm just like, hey, they should be celebrating after that. No, they, uh, it was a five-round shootout from the onset. Sean Ostrowski got something started for Navy as the first shooter who hit a couple of crossbars in this championship game Did Ostrowski. He had a heck of a game trying to get something started. He finally connects in the first shot of the shootout. Nick Allen as the fourth shooter for Navy. Barry's one. Uh, Wyatt Leto for Towson as the fourth shooter. Barry's one. But in the end, Navy able to shut it out on the back of th- four big saves by Andrew Rugg in the shootout. Navy takes the crab pot, their fifth straight, by a score of four to three. Rugg makes 18 saves in the victory. Daniel Ludwig, uh, 45 saves in the defeat, but Ludwig played out of his mind. Navy had tons and tons of chances. Ludwig came up huge when he needed to in that game. So uh, a good showing for him in probably his uh, in, in the last kind of big tournament that he's going to have against uh, these guys right here. So Navy takes uh, their, their fifth straight, and then they have one game left of the regular season. That's against Towson this Friday night up at Ice World. And it looks like that's it for Navy as uh, looking on the score sheet here and looking at the ACHA, even though Temple hasn't updated their scoring for this past Saturday's game, it looks like Temple is going to have the sixth seed, and they will take on William Patterson on Friday. So Navy is now out of the playoff looking in, and they will have to take on uh, Towson, and then that will be it. Towson does have a couple more games after this, uh, so they have uh, three games this weekend, or two games this weekend, against Navy and then against UMC Wilmington on Saturday, and then that is their season as well for Stevenson they have the ACCHL elite playoffs and they will start that on Friday against George Washington Universidad so we will have all that in more uh, next week for you for sure and speaking of the ACCHL playoffs the premier playoffs happened this weekend uh, Maryland uh, they were it's all in Winston-Salem and Maryland was down there they took on Ryder in the first round after their victory against Delaware 
And again, it, no score sheet on this. Uh, don't know how an ACHA or a conference. These games happen this weekend. It's Tuesday as I'm recording this. How is this not uploaded? Is it that hard to do so? If so, let me know so I get off your backs. But still, that's pretty damn that's that's pretty damn crappy if you don't have score sheets up from a weekend and it's almost midweek. In any case, Maryland drops this one eight to two uh, to Ryder. Uh, of course, they were without uh, their top goaltender in this run, Henry Peltier, who had an injury at the uh, in the second period of the Delaware game. He was out. Patrick Adams was in. He was facing against a tough Ryder squad, and it was tight until the third period, and Ryder pulled away in the third period. Max Newham did get the second goal of the game off a nice little tip uh, in front. Uh, the first goal, no video, a little bit of video problems for the Maryland Hockey uh, Network going on there for that first goal, but 8-2 to two the final in this one. Maryland ends the season. Uh, we'll have a postmortem of what they did uh, next week on the show because we're going to need some time to fill time and uh, get everything going from there. The Stevenson Mustang NCAA men's squad, they were getting things rolling. They had their last weekend series against Wilkes. And on Friday night, it was a tough battle and one that saw Wilkes actually come out on top of this one. Wilkes gets started uh, under five minutes remaining in the first. Nick Swain makes it one to nothing for Wilkes. The only goal scored in that period. But then Frank Fatucci, 102 win, gets Stevenson on level playing ground there. Brendan Rylott and Graham McElroy with the assist ties it up at 1. 7.59 in. Jimmy O'Kane for uh, Wilkes knots it up 2-1 to one for Wilkes. Then Eric Olson responds back with under four minutes remaining from Kyle Lightfoot and Evan Beers. 2-2 two to two going into the third period. Then Swain again, 2.48 into the third period. He makes it 3-2. to two. And uh, Wilkes held Stevenson off until the last 50 seconds when Rhett Evgen Evens the score up late. Blake Benson and Zach Bannister on the assist. But 2-0-1 in. Nick Swain ends it on a hat trick. Makes it 4-3. And that puts the loss for Stevenson as uh, they drop their first in a lot of games. It's been a while since they've lost a game by a score of 4-3. Uh, tie out makes 25 saves in the overtime loss. But a short memory is needed as these two teams faced off again for senior day out there in Reisterstown, and another close matchup between the two teams. No scoring in the first, but special teams were very highlighted in the second period, starting off 224 into the second period. Aiden Graham nets a power play goal for Stevenson from Blake Benson and Zach Bannister, making it one nothing. and then another power play goal, this time Zach Bannister getting on the board from Blake Benson and Aiden Graham, making it 2 nothing before the halfway mark of the second period. But Patrick Roginski, for Wilkes gets a power play goal of his own with under six minutes remaining to make it two to one. And then early in the third, 323 in, Cam Lowe ties it up for uh, Wilkes, makes it two to two. But then who else but Liam McCanny? He puts it on the board, gets the game winner, 838 into the third period from John Musella and Matt Yeager to give Stevenson their 19th win of the season, a, a school record for single season victories. Uh, as this was their last regular season one, and they win this one 3-2 to two with Ty out and getting 29 saves in the victory in this one. So now they got a week off, and they will see who they face off. They locked up second place overall, so they'll at least have the quarterfinal games uh, at the uh, at the Reisterstown Sportplex coming up. 
So they got that going for them, but they will have a week off, and those games start on the 21st. So next Wednesday is when everything goes down. Times are still going to be appropriated as other seeds are kind of shake, rattle, and rolling around, but they will face off against the seventh seed, whoever that may be. The Stevenson women, they were on the road for their penultimate weekend uh, of the season as they have been eliminated from UCHC playoff contention, so they are now just riding out the storm unfortunately, in this. Friday night, they went up to Manhattanville to take on the Marauders. I believe it's the Marauders. Uh, but in any case, uh, Manhattansville gets out early, 9:31 in on a power play goal from Gabriel Cox, makes it one to nothing, And then Lily uh, Dordry makes it 2 to nothing for Manhattanville with under five minutes remaining in the first period. Stevenson would crawl back into it, though. Megan Croyle Nets a goal, 345 into the second period from Cassie Campbell and Emily Brightbill to cut the lead in half. And then Abby Smith with uh, five minutes and 31 seconds remaining in the frame. A power play goal for Stevenson from Frankie Capello and Emma the Man ties it up at two going into the third period. But then Gabriel Cox, again, she uh, pots at home, breaks the tie, 343 in. And then on the power play uh, with under six minutes remaining, Taylor Witherby, with the 4-2 goal for Manhattansville, and that's where the game ended. 4-2 for Manhattansville. Stevenson gets hung with the loss. Olivia DeGuire, 35 saves in the defeat. They would play again on Saturday afternoon. A training of goal outburst in this one, I guess we can say this. Uh, not a lot happened in the first half of the first period until Katrina Chinetti gets the first goal for Manhattansville to put them up but towards the end of the frame with under three minutes remaining. Megan Croyle. Again, Potts another one, ties a score off from Cassie Campbell and Hannah Labby uh, to make it 1-1 going into the break. And then Stevenson really breaks through uh, with three straight goals in under four minutes, starting with Caitlin Reed from uh, Frankie Capello and Evan DeMann to make it 2-1. And then Megan Croyle again, 3.38 in uh, under a minute, 59 seconds after Caitlin Reed's goal from Carly Barwick makes it 3-1. Then Emma DeMann, Finishes it all up from Frankie Capello to make it 4-1. to one. Stevenson, they're looking good, but then uh, things did not end well for Stevenson. Emma, uh, Elizabeth LePage gets a power play goal late in the second to cut the lead in half to 4-2 to two for Manhattansville. And then Manhattansville gets things going once again. Chinetti, her second goal of the game, makes it 4-3. to three. Then on the power play, Harper Weisbeck makes it 4-4 four to four for Manhattansville. Then Gabrielle Cox, uh, two straight goals back-to-back. Uh, seals it for Manhattansville. They win 6-4 to four in this one. Uh, again, explosive goals. Three goals for Stevenson in the second. Four goals for Manhattansville in the third is the uh, ending in this. Olivia DeGuire, 40 saves in this one. The final weekend for the, uh, the women take place this weekend as they will play uh, against Newman on Friday and then at Newman on Saturday, and that will be the end of the season for Stevenson, and then we'll kind of go back and again do a postmortem of what ha- happened with this team that, uh, you know, probably deserved a lot better than they than they than they got out, and they start to come together, and by that time, it's a lot of stuff is out of reach. So we'll talk about that next week. Team Maryland only had one game this weekend. Uh, a very odd uh, situation for them, as they usually have those multi in week games, but Team Maryland. Uh, taking on the Philadelphia Hockey Club, and it's uh, too many to not enough. The final score on this one, three to nothing, was the final for the Philadelphia Hockey Club. Um, the Philadelphia Hockey Club gets goals from uh, Liam O'Donnell, uh, Gabe Reese, and Connor Mavalli. and uh, Jake Houston 
hung with the loss, 30 saves in that one. So Team Maryland did not get the results they need, and they are trying to get things going. They're sitting fourth place right now in that South Division, uh, trying to get at least try to stay in that position at least. Uh, they're looking to stay fifth because the first team gets a buy round and goes on from that. They're six points clear of the PHC and uh, nine points clear of the Huntsman, and they are tied with the Philadelphia Little Flyers and only three points behind the New Jersey 87s. So a big renaissance for Team Maryland. Uh, they will take on the Little Flyers on Saturday on Friday and then take on Philadelphia Hockey Club uh, on Saturday. So if you go down Friday afternoon, you can check out Team Maryland. Skip out. Take a half day of work. It's fine. Get the weekend going early. Cheer on uh, Team Maryland as they make a push to try to get to the playoffs or try to better their spot in the playoff right now, right here, right now. The Naval Academy women had one game this weekend. It was their senior weekend, and uh, they took on the University of Maryland, and they got out to a big, big start, and it was a, uh, a big, big showing from one of their, uh, I guess, uh, one of their burgeoning players offensively. Anna Peterson uh, starts her things off for herself with the ninth goal, her ninth goal of the year, 7.26 into it. A shot from the slot slides through traffic and just eludes everybody from Maryland and Navy and gets to the net. Peterson's ninth of the year. Sam Clark, 10th assist of the year. And then Clark pots another goal of their own. Uh, 11.18 into the frame. A wrister from the left circle. Boom, into the net, 10th goal of the year for Clark, all alone to make it 2 nothing Navy. And if you weren't so damn sure, you would have thought the same play happened six minutes later when Anna Peterson again notches a goal, almost like Clark's goal, just a shot from the, the left circle, wrister, almost same exact spot, and it goes in the net. Peterson, 10th goal of the year, Clark's 11th assist. It's the uh, law firm of Clark and Peterson getting things going in this game in the first period. Then late in the second period, we fast forward all the way there. Navy really just dominating Maryland in the second period. 27 shots on Maryland's goal in the second period alone for uh, Navy. That was more than all game Maryland had. But uh, 14-11 in the second, Anna Peterson finishes her natty bow. Hattie Hahn with her 11th goal of the season. Just a re- own rebound off a, uh, a little uh, block shot in front of the net. Picks up the rebound, fires at home. 11th of the year, third of the game for Peterson. And then 35 seconds later, Christina Cornelio, uh, a mini breakaway, a nice little backhander for her 19th of the year. The senior captain soaking in, soaking in the night and uh, makes it 5 to nothing. Navy going into the third. Maryland would break through 621. Into the third period, Elizabeth Braun gets her first or her fifth of the year on the power play. Just a rebound off a shot from uh, Christina Carabinova on the sidewall and puts it home. Braun's fifth of the year, Carabinova's third assist on the power play. But that's all she wrote for Maryland as Navy wins this one 5-3. Uh, Deanna Pervoto gets 22 saves in the victory. El Shanzer gets 47 saves in the defeat. And that's all she wrote. Navy now waiting on playoffs uh, as they will see what happens. It's a different system for the DVCHC. It's going to be regional rankings to determine playoffs. So it's going to be uh, very mathematically trying to figure things out uh, on what's what, especially there's one more week in the DVCHC that we'll talk about here in a second. But Maryland also had a second game to themselves as they went on and they took on uh, the uh, Lawrence Tech University on Sunday at home ice. No scoring in the first period, but it wasn't until the middle of the second period when Sophia Buckberger for Lawrence Tech gets her 27th of the year. 
makes it one nothing for LTU, and that's what it would be through the second period. Uh, Maryland gets on early in the first. They tie or in the third period. They tied up at one. Uh, Catherine Wanner, her sixth of the year from Grace Wildberger, her twelfth assist, and Alejandra Borgas, her fifth assist of the year. Uh, 157 in, tie game. Lawrence Tech gets two back in the next couple of minutes. Teresa DiMaggio, her 22nd, and then Buckberger, her second of the game, 28th of the year, makes it 3-2 Lawrence Tech. Borgish gets her fourth of the year, 840 in from Wildberger, her 13th assist. Uh, Maryland now down one. Then Sydney Lachow gets her 10th of the year for Lawrence Tech, 1255 in to make it 4-2. Maryland trying to get one back as Chloe Sneeringer gets her eighth of the year from Elizabeth Braun, her fourth assist, and Eileen Kilcarry, her sixth assist, but an empty netter with 52 seconds left from DiMaggio, her 23rd of the year, seals the deal. 5-3, to three, the final in this one. Sydney Molnair uh, was in net. They don't have any kind of shots uh, on that. The only shots that they have are all the goals. So, Maryland now will take on a uh, Rhode Island team Friday and Saturday at a home, uh, and then go to Sacred Heart on Sunday. So they have three games left, and then they'll see if they get into the playoffs because they're kind of in the mix. They were eighth in the um, regional rankings in the Southeast rankings. So we'll see how that all plays out in terms of playoffs. A couple of D three updates to pass your way as uh, Navy had a game against Rowan up in uh, New Jersey. They uh, lost that one four to one. Uh, they will play this weekend against Maryland at uh, Annapolis. Uh, that will be at the uh, at the uh, McMullen Ice Arena, of course. Uh, 11 a.m., so get down there if you can. Go check out uh, the M2 Navy team. Salisbury, they uh, beat Widener 8 uh, or 7-6 in overtime, uh, but they lost to number 9 PSU Harrisburg 6-2 on Saturday uh, on that. There were other games as well. Montgomery College took on Johns Hopkins. No score from that one. UMBC uh, took uh, was is going to take on Hopkins this weekend in Laurel, so go check that out uh, on the nighttime. Uh, UMBC was supposed to play uh, York College this weekend. No, no scores on that one either. Uh, so a little rough going on reporting, but hey, uh, hooray. Uh, it is it is what it is. Uh, the Stevenson squad, they win late night in uh, against, who do they play? Against George Mason. Uh, so they beat George Mason in a shootout. Uh, so a big win for Stevenson there, 4-3 to three in the shootout. So uh, D3 starting to wrap up too. So we will keep an eye on all of those. Those seasons end at the end of February. Uh, and then we'll go from there to see how it all pans out, why don't we? Let's get to some players. Starting off with Jake Williams, former MSJ uh, MSJ product. Uh, so a uh, very near and dear to my heart as an MSJ product. And former Howard Husky, as well as Metro Maple Leaf. He made his commitment. He is committing to SUNY Fredonia for next fall. Uh, he's currently playing with the uh, Connecticut Chiefs of the, uh, the Eastern Hockey League. So congratulations to him uh, on getting that commitment. On that, we'll have to be following him throughout the rest of this year. Micah Berger has moved up to the BCHL as he is now part of the Surrey Eagles. The BCHL, of course, having a little bit of a interesting situation fighting Hockey Canada as they are a non-Hockey Canada entity and they took some teams from the AJHL. And it's a basically a Rebel League 
trying to get things uh, akin to the NCAA or something like that. I'm not sure what they're doing. They're not even sure. But in any case, um, Micah Berger moves up to the uh, Surrey Eagles. He had uh, a nice little performance for himself this weekend in his first weekend. Didn't get any points in his first game. But in his second game, a wild one against the Alber- uh, Albernia Valley Bulldogs. Got two goals and an assist for three points so far. So a nice showing for him to start off with as he prepares himself for Miami uh, University next season. Julia Blitz is, again, running rough shot uh, all over the place when it comes to uh, playing in Faryastad. 29 goals in 14 games playing Division One, and then Hockey Osvenja, 7 points in 7 games there, including 6 goals for herself. So she is doing her dang thing out there in Sweden. Charlie Serrano had an assist this Saturday, putting him up to uh, 27 on the season in only 26 games, 31 points as well for the Falston, Maryland native. Eric Charpentier got himself an assist against Harvard as Dartmouth tied that game in a shootout, puts him at a goal and four assists this season in 23 games for the Ivy League school in Dartmouth. Uh, one assist for Anthony Dominia this week on Wednesday as the uh, Yorkton Terriers lost to the Kindersley Clippers. Uh, 14 goals and 24 assists for 38 points in 38 games for the Severna Park, Maryland native. Lacey Eden with another solid weekend, a goal and an assist in a sweep over Bemidji State for Wisconsin as they keep rolling on. 23 goals, 45 points for the Annapolis, Maryland native. Liam Eden, uh, he has moved teams. He was playing for Kaipo in the third division in uh, Finland. He has now been moved to Ruska. Uh, in the third division. Only played one game for Ruska. No points. Has nine goals and 10 assists for 19 points in 16 games with Kaipo this uh, this season before he got on the move, on the rim, and out the door for the young man from Annapolis. Will Lawrence went ham on Friday night with a hat trick in a a 7-5 victory over Philadelphia in Philadelphia. That puts uh, Lawrence at 16 goals and 37 points in 42 games for the Bethesda, Maryland native. Will Margell had a goal and two assists on Friday and then added an assist on Saturday for Mercyhurst as uh, they split the weekend against RIT. Five goals, nine assists in 25 games for Margell in his junior season of uh, NCAA hockey. Uh, Blake Montgomery continues his hot streak. He had two assists on Friday and an assist on Saturday as Lincoln swept Des Moines in a home and home that puts him at 14 goals, 14 assists. Perfect, uh, perfect uh, situation there. Even Steven on both sides in 36 games. Cam O'Neill had a goal on Saturday as UMass beat UConn three to one. That's his third goal of the season and uh, fifth point of the year for the Frosh, the first year out there in UMass. Uh, the Odington native uh, trying to do his dang thing out there. Adam Varga has uh, played very well since going to the second uh, league in Slovakia for HK Trebishkov. Uh, 11 goals, 13 points in 23 games for him. Grace Campbell made 36 saves in a tie against Vermont uh, this weekend. Uh, did not get a victory. It was a tie and even in a shootout. It happened. So she's 14-9-7 on the year with a 925 save percentage and a 2.32 goals against average. And uh, meanwhile, unfortunately, uh, Jack Spicer kind of gets a dip again. 24 saves, 6 goals against, and a 6-1 defeat against 
Dubuque dropping him down to 8-7-0 with a 3-1-3 goals against it, an 8-90 save percentage. So that'll do it. We've done it again. Uh, so next week, we've got some uh, playoffs to look forward to. Uh, we've got the last game for Navy, the last games for Townsend for the year. And then we'll talk a little bit about uh, some other things we can find up with. It'll be a great time as some teams make pushes towards playoffs. Some teams now just make pushes towards next year. In any case, we'll be here for it, hopefully sounding a little better. And we'll see how it all goes. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Chesapeake HW Pod. That's where all the uh, stuff happens on Twitter. ClutchandCrabHockey.com, if you will. Not much happens there. So uh, hopefully one of these days. I keep saying it. Maybe if I keep saying it enough, it'll manifest to happening. Probably won't. In any case, you guys have a great week. Uh, stay, ha- stay safe. Stay healthy. Play that Clutch and Crab Hockey. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.